Welcome to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secrets of the C-suite. I will be speaking with industry leaders on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today we have with us Ronald So. He's the managing director with WinPro Consultancy in Singapore. And he is with us to talk about scaling business. A warm welcome to you, Ronald. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good, Nick. How about you, mate? Yes, I'm very good. I'm excited to be with you today and talk about scaling business. Of course, this is a very important topic to anyone who's getting into a new business, but also once you're in there, so you don't get stuck. So looking forward to hear more about it. But first uh, of all, maybe you can introduce yourself to listeners. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a brief introduction about myself. My name is Ronald, Ronald So. I'm from WinPro Consultancy. Uh, so we are 30 years old IT, 30 years old IT company that stretch from Singapore, JB, and all the way up to KL. Uh, we specialize in IT infrastructure, IT software, and IT services, especially IT support. And so most companies, uh, either they could hire IT manager and serve their day-to-day -day IT needs, or they could just hire us, uh, outsource IT company that can service their end user and to manage their IT infrastructure in the office. Right. And the topic of today then, uh, Ronald, scaling business. Tell us what this is about. Okay. So most company, uh, they are either in the in the growing stage or the scaling stage. So, so what's the difference? So the difference lies in the fact that buying when it's growth is very much at the very early stage and also most probably is pretty linear. That means when you put a dollar, you maybe make about a dollar ten or dollar twenty and that 20 10, 20% of margin there. But where scaling is concerned, so you either put you don't have to put additional money inside and you can still see growth growing quite quite constantly. And usually it can be quite exponential. Yeah. So uh what scaling all about is like at the stage whereby there is a, a point whereby you can actually from growth move to a scaling mode. So in order to be looking at it, of course, most companies will have to be having the kind of a very clear SOP, a standard operating procedure in their operation, meaning they know and make sure, making sure everybody knows what's going on. And of course, the next thing to be looking at, of course, will be the culture, the alignment of all the people knowing what their mission is and what kind of core value and they also be very clear about uh, the things they're going to be doing on a day-to-day, -day, uh, on the operational basis. And of course, most importantly, they must be looking at, where they must establish recurring revenue uh, so that they are quite predictable. So they know every month, they do not start from zero. They know the, for the fact that they would have, have their operating money, operating expenses covered really. And for additional money that can they, they bring in through projects that could be helping them to go to the next stage. Yeah, that makes sense indeed, Ronald. Especially if you scale up, you take on some more overheads and then the next month you set your income drop, then it's going to be some challenges there. So indeed, some stable business sounds like a, a good idea there. And what strategies then have you found the most effective for scaling your business? 
Okay, so there are a few methods here, like about what normally that we do is uh, through automation. So through automation, what I'm trying to say is mainly like using API or using RPA. So what, what, what are APIs? So if, for example, if someone are familiar whereby they use tools like Zero and Shopify, right? So if you have two different apps, there are ready APIs that you can use uh, built in that can actually make the two, uh, two application work pretty seamlessly. And when it's fully integrated, like, so a lot of things can be, can be automated in a sense when, when a Shopify order comes in, uh, it can be straight auto automatically deduct from the inventory system and it can push to the invoice into a zero system as well. Uh, that's one way to look at it. And of course, the next is also looking into the shipping portion of it. Like say an order comes in to Shopify and it can be sent to a third party a, a logistic company that can help you to do the delivery uh, or maybe help you to drop ship. Uh, so the main the main objective of doing this is to automate it so the, to a point whereby uh, little human intervention is required. Yeah, then of course, the next thing we're looking at is innovation through AI. Like I think the buzzword these days in the last couple of months. So there are a lot of ways whereby you can do things like your marketing tools. Uh, in the good old days whereby maybe about eight, nine, eight to nine months ago, you have to hire a whole full flash of digital marketing team to do all your digital assets. Yeah, but these days, uh, a single person could replace the entire team now. So it's going to be, it has been a, it has been a great changer. In fact, I have a friend who has been running uh, the digital marketing courses for years. In fact, he was, he was telling me that his course suddenly became cold. No, there's no more sign up. Uh, it used to be flooded whereby people had to be kept in a waiting list to sign, to sign up for the course, but now there are no one attending the course anymore, eh? whereby people are asking for AI courses. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, the, the business is changing. There's so many changes out there now in, in perhaps in, in the way we live, the way we, we work and what we spend our time doing. So what challenges have you then encountered while trying to scale your business and how did you overcome them? Okay, challenges biggest will be things like, I think, talent. It, regardless of whether you through automation, you still need human to actually think through the process and automate it. So uh, I always struggle through, I think, the past 30 years getting talent. So so the, the way that we try to overcome this is actually to work. To, uh, either you can try to work in the schools or build a school. So I decided to go two ways. So in Malaysia, we actually have worked out a uh, very good strategy plan with uh, schools in JB and also in KL. So we work closely with them on projects and also to uh, bring on board the new talents that have just graduated from the school. And in Singapore, we are going to start our school soon about in a year's time. We're going to have the IT support school. So with that, I think we will be able to overcome a lot of problems. Uh, so we don't have to worry about talent. So once you don't have to worry about people, I think that will be going to be smooth sailing forward in the next couple of years for us. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea, Ronald. Indeed, uh, talent can be uh, the, one of the most difficult parts of scaling a business. I can understand that. And just looking at the EGN network in Singapore, we have about 30 different interest groups 
And by far the biggest interest group is talent. And I see it's also one of the most active. It seems like that's where people have the most challenges to get the right talent aboard. So I, that's a good idea that you're being proactive and uh, uh, building up. Uh, you, did you say it was a university uh, for IT talent, Ronald? Yes. Yeah, we work, with, yeah we, we work with the book. Actually, in Malaysia, it's quite uh, pretty, pretty interesting because they have a lot of vocation school over there. Unlike Singapore, it's very academic. Yeah, so there, there are a lot of possibility whereby you can tap on the, the talent pool over there. Yeah, So they are more ready in a sense. They may not be so academic, but surprisingly, they can do a lot more uh, and deliver a lot more value to us and to our customers. That sounds uh, like a really good idea. And I'm looking forward to follow that and hear more about it, Ronald, when it's ready. Maybe we, at that stage, need to have you on the show again to talk about it. And for today, can you share some more insights on the importance of technology in scaling a business? Yeah, sure. So for technology, because personally, I'm in the technology business. So uh, I use technology every day. So it really helps a lot in terms of the productivity. Okay, like for example, like uh, if you use Microsoft uh, 365, uh, it helps really a lot in your business whereby teams can collaborate a lot and close. They actually bring people across closer. Like we have teams in JB and teams in KL. So without technology, uh, really, we really cannot do a lot of things. Like for us, we depend on technology a lot, yeah, to, even to do our remote services. A remote service, like we use TeamViewer so that we can remote control remotely and assist customer anywhere in the world. Yeah, so we even use a lot of those tools like uh, help desk uh, software that actually help us to manage the ticketing system so that we can actually monitor and track and also, re and also uh, make sure all the tickets are done properly and also up to standard. We also use a lot of recording of our conversation with our customers so that we can always improve on the conversation we have with our customers. Yeah, That's fantastic. And, and then how do you ensure a smooth transition and to maintain the company culture when you're scaling your business? Yeah. Okay, good question. Because for, I, I remember we discussed about technology, right? Because technology depends uh, a lot on the people, actually. So the people at the top and even people in the, in the management team have to really embrace change, yeah? Because in technology, will definitely bring a lot of change. So again, at, uh, at, for, for us in WinPro, we actually dare to really make changes in our, in our business. In fact, there were there were many occasions whereby we failed many times. Yeah, even the help desk software that we have, we have changed more than 10 help desk ticketing system over the last 30 years. Yeah, because we are so crazy and really fanatic over finding the best, most suited solution out there in the market. Yeah. So we really we really try our best to really find the most suitable one. Yeah. So of course it would be a lot of pain. A lot of uh un really uncomfortable as we always believe we really have to find we always have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the right mindset indeed, Ronald. And thank you so much for having been with us today on EGN Conversations talking about scaling business. Do you have any final remark you want to leave with the listeners, Ronald, when it comes to scaling? 
yeah for scaling right so scaling means you still have to find customers and networking is one of the best way to do to really find customers so in egn actually we are very blessed i think nick has provided a very good platform for us to really network and learn from each other and also to refer business to get in in the community i think i really enjoy egn uh, the platform inside there is growing very very fast there yeah. thank you very much nick yes thank you so much ronald for the kind words there as well about that and talking about networking and referrals if someone is listening today and want to reach out to you ronald what's the best way for them to contacting you yeah you can either uh call me or you can drop me an email yeah okay fantastic thank you so much ronald and thanks to all the listeners today as well have a great weekend ahead okay thank you nick Thank you for listening to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secrets of the C-suite. To listen to more episodes, please visit our website on egnpnetwork.com slash podcast. Thank you.